Joseph Franklin McElroy, and welcome to the Gateway to the Smokies podcast. This podcast is about America's most visited national park, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and the surrounding towns. This area is filled with ancient natural beauty, a deep storied history, and rich mountain cultures that we explore with weekly episodes. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, a man of the world, but also with deep roots in these mountains. My family has lived in the Great Smoky Mountains for over 200 years. My business is in travel, but my heart is in culture. Today, we're going to talk about with Kim Ross about the Jay Creek Cloggers, a viral sensation. But first, a few messages and some events. Imagine a place evocative of motor courts of the past, yet modern and vibrant with a chic Appalachian feel, a place for adventure and for relaxation. Imagine a place where you can fish in a mountain heritage stream, grill the catch on a fire, and enjoy it with fine wines and craft beers. And imagine a place with that old-time music and world cultural sounds. There is no other place like the Metal Art Motel in Maggie Valley. Your Smoky Mountain adventures start with where you stay. Another sponsor is SmokiesAdventure.com. That's Smokies, plural, adventure singular.com. The Smoky Mountains and surrounding area is a vacation destination for all seasons. Some of the nation's best hiking trails, waterfalls, outdoor adventures, and family entertainment can be found right here. Start your adventure by using SmokiesAdventure.com to explore all the wonderful features of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, the trails, the waterfall, Cave Cove, and the, and the, and the elk, and more. Then check out all the awesome things you can do here, like the family attractions, family entertainment, great restaurants. It's become a foodie heaven and, uh, and, and that your entire family can enjoy. And if you have outdoor life events you want to do, like uh, an outdoor wedding or a, uh, an interesting honeymoon, a romantic getaway, check out SmokiesAdventure.com, the leading information portal for having fun in the Smoky Mountains. So events coming up. In two weeks, we on July 9th, we have Wild Crafting and Mother Nature's Natural Garden Program with legendary Isla Hatcher. It starts at 10 a.m. on July 9th, and, the, and it features the, the, uh, Isla, who's a legendary white, wild crafting expert, renowned author, filmmaker, instructor, and tour guide for the Great Smoky Mountains National Park Field School. Um, she is an expert on edible plants, medicinal herbs, and anything pertaining to wild craft foraging and Appalachian uh, plants, uh, trees, and flowers. She has been featured on television, print, radio, and all sorts of things. Um, and she is uh, an iconic female that will soon be featured, of the Smokies, will soon be featured in one of our themed rooms. Um, she is, will be presenting her beloved program called Mother Nature's Natural Garden, which is about foraging and the natural herbs and things that are in this mountains. And then she's going to lead a short tour of, uh, on the grounds of the Metal Art Motel and the area, surrounding area to, to forage for uh, a nature's bounty and to make something of that. And, and you can learn how to find great things in your own backyard. Then the event culminates with a barbecue supper and music by Mike Ogletree and his friends on Saturday evening. The admission, the admission is just 20 bucks per person, 
for uh, for who are not guests, but guests and, and Heritage Club members are free. So that's July 9th, at, starting at 10 a.m. Be sure to call 828-926-1717 to get your uh, space. Now, on July 30th, this is relevant to this program, you guys got to come, but we're going to have the Jay Creek Carvers, the viral sensation here, dancing from 7.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. out at the Pavilion. Um, and it's, and it's, a, it's, it's a great mountain heritage event. Uh, and it will also include the barbecue dinner um, and uh, on Saturday night, starting at, uh, uh, if you come early, at 6. Uh, and then the, the, the dancing and music will start at 730. They will, they will provide, the J Street Cloggers will, will perform multiple examples of traditional mountain dancing, as well as teaching the audience several fun dance steps. Group, group leader Kim Ross, who's with me now, will also give a short talk on the history and traditions of mountain dancing. Grab your partner and come and join us for a memorable, fun-filled evening with dining and, and dancing. The mission is free for motel guests, as it always is, and Heritage Club members, and $20 per person for people that just want to come and have a night out on the uh, night out on, and, and, and enjoying some mountain heritage. Uh, again, call 828-926-1717 to get your spot. Um, and then also reserve a room if you want to uh, stay overnight. And then... August 12th through the 13th, we're having a great songwriters camp here, and it's going to feature some Grammy award-winning artists uh, like Jim Lauderdale, who's a legendary songwriter, uh, wrote a lot of George Strait's uh, hits, and Charles Humphrey III, who's another Grammy award-winning winner, along with uh, other award-winning artists like Darren Nicholson of Balsam Range, Clay Mills, and, and Charles Chamberlain. It's, it's an event, if you're interested in writing songs, you cannot get a better education than these guys are going to be able to give you. It's a two-day event of interactive story writing instruction with world-class musicians, and you, they will also help you produce a demo tape and, and have a takeaway of a demo tape. And then you'll have some concert by songs from this road band on Friday night. And then, uh, and then on Saturday night, there's going to be a barbecue dinner and an all-star concert of all these guys um, making it a unique event like no other. And space is very limited. So the price is seven six seventy five dollars uh, per person for the, for the education and demo tape and, and the fun. Um, and there's also tickets available for just the concerts. Call 828-926-1717 to get your space. Reserve a room or just reserve uh, the uh, position at the camp and come and, and really experience something that you're not going to find many times in your life. So uh, today we were talking about the J. Creek Cloggers. Well, we have the founder of the J. Creek Cloggers here, Kim Ross. Kim Ross Woody has firmly entrenched in the Southern Appalachians, a native of Snowflake, Virginia, not far from the historic Carter family fold and the birthplace of country music on the Tennessee-Virginia border, Kim grew up loving old-time music, Appalachian culture, and especially traditional mountain dancing. Today, she resides with her family in Waynesville, North Carolina, and perpetuates her family legacy by managing dancing with the iconic Jay's Creek Cloggers. How are you doing, Kim? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been an exciting time oh, for you. Oh, it has. Yeah, <laughs> it's been overwhelming the yeah. past two months. Yeah. So. Well, we'll get into the viral sensation, but let's find a little bit about your background. Okay. You know, I like to find out 
more about our guests and you know, their history and their love for Appalachian culture? Well, I grew up, like you said, in Snowflake, Virginia, which is about two hours from here across the Kingsport, Tennessee line, mm-hmm. Scott County, Virginia, southwestern Virginia part, home to Mother Maybell Carter. She was actually born in Scott County in Nicholsville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows them. Um, AP and Sarah Carter. Mother Maybell went on, of course, with the, with the musics and the recordings in Bristol. But the historic Carter family fold is in Hilton's, Virginia. And it started in the 70s. They preserve old style and bluegrass music, and it's all acoustic. Uh-huh. Nothing, you know, can be plugged in. They want the real deal, stringed instruments. And you'll see some of the finest flat foot and buck dancing. They come from all over the world just to come to this one place, which is practically a huge barn. Really? Yes. And it can hold, I think, about 2,000 people every Saturday night. They have a live show with different bands, either bluegrass or old time. But if you look up uh, Carter Family Fold on the Internet, you'll see their show, show schedule. Cool. And that's in Snowflake, right? Nope. That's in Hilton's, Virginia. Oh, Hilton's, Still Virginia. in the same county, that's Scott close, County, close. Virginia. Snowflake right. was part of that, and Nicholsville's part of that county uh-huh. where Mother Maple Carter was born. Uh-huh. Why, why, why was your town called Snowflake? I'm not sure. I think there was maybe <laughs> 60 houses there at one time, but they yeah. said the elevation, we got a little more snow. The houses, I was told, was painted white. Mm-hmm. And then the purity of the people that lived there. So. <laughs> <laughs> but snow, yeah, I love Snowflake. Um, I still go back and visit when I can. And all the roads that you've got, like, bobsled road mm-hmm. jingle bell road so you know oh that's yeah, great yeah, so they have some kind of you know frosty road some kind of names for them oh, yeah. is it a little bit of a tourist destination or is it just out of the way hilton's is Snow Lake, not as much but if you go on up into nicholsville they have a famous restaurant it's just a little restaurant called yeah. teddy's and okay. people do come from all over to, to eat some of their home-cooked meals so, all right that's like yeah. joey's here right for right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so. so this uh carter fold did you go there often as a child I did. Once I hit my teens, teenage years, mm-hmm. I did a lot. And um, the people there are just fine, fine people. And then to see the others come from Ireland, China, Japan, everywhere, just to be a part of the Carter family history, because Johnny mm-hmm. Cash, of course, married June Carter. Right. So you have that involvement. He did come to the Carter Fold. He actually had a house they stayed in not far from the Carter Fold. Did you get to see it? I did. All right. Actually, I got to see his last performance, to my knowledge, was at the Carter Fold before he passed away. And I was there. Yes. You know that uh, Johnny Cash actually came to Maggie Valley. Oh, wow. And my grandmother, the first woman broker, real estate broker in 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 the state of North Carolina, actually showed him around and showed him property. Wow. Right. He yeah. was, I don't know why he was in, it was probably interesting because Ghost Town was here. Right. And they had a, they had a number of movie stars come here and started doing yep. stuff and they were doing some, lots of entertainment at the time. So that's probably that, why he was in there. I don't know the full story, but I do remember, remember they're telling me yeah. that part. Yeah. Well, they were very down to earth. And John Jr., I know he, when he was younger, before he had married, uh, my friend and I actually were on the floor dancing. Mm-hmm. We were clogging. He got out. He was shuffling around, you know, having a good time. But they were very down-to-earth people. Uh, but I can't say enough about the Carter Bowl because they're trying to preserve. Uh, Joe and Jeanette, the original, the ones that had built the Carter Bowl, they have passed away. And oh. Jeanette's daughter, Rita, is running it now. Oh, cool. But it's, 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 it's wonderful because they're preserving you know, old-time music, bluegrass music, the history behind it. Johnny Cash's rocket chairs up there in the cabin floor. Wow. So there's a lot of history. They have a museum. Wow. And it's out in the middle of nowhere. 
Yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere, practically what I call a cow pasture. <laughs> well, listen, we got to take a break now. Okay. All right. We'll come back and we'll talk about your history. All, All right? right. Sounds good. This is Joseph Franklin McElroy back with the Gateway to the Smokies podcast. My guest, Kim Ross. So, Kim, so you must have started learning to dance pretty young, right? Well, I, I grew up in a family that danced. My dad um, was actually a tenant farmer. His family was growing up. So they didn't own the land, but they worked the land for people in Nicholsville. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the best flat footers I've ever seen. Um, they actually would put him up on a box. I've heard the stories as a child. And people would throw nickels, and he would make money for his family that way. So I grew up flat-footing and, and just grew up in a family. I never had lessons. Didn't know that there were certain names for movements. Uh, but, yeah, I just – and then, of course, going to the Carter Bowl just was a big influence. That was a big influence. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I identify with that, you know, that uh, uh, you know, we had the, the playhouse here. We had Raymond Fairchild yes. lives here. Yes. So I, I would – yeah, I grew up going to the playhouse and – just learning to do right. something. Yeah. Now, I can't do anything fancy. I told you before, I can't, I can't even do the, the double tap, but uh, I, I know how to, you know, shuffle around right. pretty good. As long as you have fun. That's all. Oh, I can. And, and, and in New York City, I can fake it pretty there good. Go. Yeah, yeah. They didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know. So, uh, but, uh, but there are some pretty good dancers up there. So, the oh, yeah. sure. ones who know, know, but uh, right. most yeah. people did. Yeah. So, well, it's good, you know. Um, but, uh, you you eventually moved here to Haywood County. Okay? Yes, about 30-some years ago. I was just, you know, I was young and just wanting to see different places. And I'm in the medical field, so I got on at St. Joseph's Hospital there in Asheville. And I um, went to a street dance that Joe Sam Queen was calling oh, all that time back goodness. in the day. Wow. And I met the, met the boy's father up there at a street dance a long time ago and stayed, of course, mm-hmm. and had two children and homeschooled. Right. Zeb and Levi Ross. And during the homeschooling time, because I did them from start to finish, I wanted them to learn, you know, about dance and music. They actually played music. They had a band, too. And about 13 years ago, I started my dance team, of course, and it was from that. And Mm -hmm. plus preserving what I call traditional freestyle dance. I wanted to carry it on and teach my kids and educate them. Otherwise, I think it's going to be a lost art if we don't. Right, right, right. yeah. 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 Well, that's why we're going to promote it here because I, right. I believe in it too very much. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so thirty some years ago, you came here yes. and got in, started getting immersed in dance culture. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, one, as a side, you know, I love that Haywood County and Boca County have live yes. Friday nights. Haywood Angel has live street, street dances dance. during the warm months. Right. And then Asheville has the shindig on the, the, shindig on on the, the green. green. And then um, I know in Canton, they have picking in the park on Friday nights, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's a wide variety. So it's being ma- the, the dancing in the streets is being maintained big time down It is, there. it yeah. is. And it's, it's great, yeah. um, you know, especially post-COVID now. People want to get out, yeah. and they're enjoying it. And uh, one thing that my team does is actually teach. We'll get the audience out and teach them these routines uh-huh. and some of the footwork, and they love it. Yeah. Love it, you know. So, so I know that you're immersed in the history of, of this now, right? Yes. In fact, I saw you did a uh, podcast on uh, the history of uh, 
of, of clogging in Haywood County. Can yes. You, can you give me like the one minute spiel about I'll how do it, it real, I'll try to do it real quick. <laughs> in the 20s, the dance teams really started here in Haywood County. And then, right. and, um, and Joe Sam Queen's family was big for that too, yeah. you know, big into that part. And in 1939, FDR was in office. King and Queen of England was on the way to Canada. He wanted to catch them to talk about Germany. Mm-hmm. And when he got them there, and I think it's been their only visit here ever, um, he brought in the Coon Creek Girls, all-female string band, and Soko Gap Cloggers, which were from Haywood County. Mm-hmm. So they represented up there, Dance for the King and Queen. He fed them hot dogs. Right. And they later said it was dubbed the picnic that won the war because they did ally with us later with Germany. Um, so, you know, I, I've always said Haywood County is huge. You know, the dance team competitions and teams started here and then Baskin Lamar Lunsford mm-hmm. with, um, you know, in Asheville with the Shindig and the Smoky Mountain Folk Festival. Yeah. And um, then the team dances competitions and then going to the White House. What more could you ask? No, no. And we're trying to preserve that because it was yeah. freestyle dance, which means footwork's all unique. And in the 80s and 90s, we had a lot of the world champions here. Yes. The Burton Edwards family. Yes, Stomping Grounds. Stomping Grounds. Yes. So. Stomping Grounds. Which is still around. To, oh, yeah. yeah. We're there on Saturday nights, some Saturday nights. It used to be open six days a week. I know. Stomping Grounds. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, that was pretty amazing. But, you know, Kyle's a little, like he's 90 now, so. I'd say he's probably, I guess, 80s maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you know, and he yeah. uh, and he still keeps it going. And, and uh, but, I, the inside of that building is beautiful. Best place to go dance, is what yeah, I'd say. Cool. Yes. So you started the Jay Street Creek Cloggers. Jay Creek, yep. Cloggers. Which is uh, short for Jonathan Creek. Which runs right in the back of the motel and goes That's, all the way down what's called Jonathan Creek. Right. Formal. Yeah. So, in perspective, if people are on I-40, it's the exit 20 Maggie Valida exit. You can come off and Jonathan Creek runs that whole thing mm-hmm. and then comes on into Maggie. But most of us were from that area when I started the team 13 years ago. Yeah. So we, well, you know, I grew up uh, yeah, grew up there, too. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty pretty proud of that. You know, uh, we, yeah. Jay Creek and Maggie Valley yes. yeah. uh, was most of it. So, uh what you know you said you wanted to preserve the culture but yes. was there any kind of catalyst that said let's do this well i just you know preserving the culture it's also a good social means because i was homeschooling my children too mm-hmm. at the time you know and to see now that we've grown from six to eight people when i started mm-hmm. to 35 40 people wow and a lot of them are teenagers who have set their electronics aside which is a miracle in this day and time to come yeah. and learn the culture, learn the dance, and, and be educated on it. And they want to do it. So I yeah. love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, it's, I think that you know, dance has become popular in our culture again. It is. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden now, you know, and, and yeah. each, each routine has a meaning when you do rights and lefts and other things. There's a meaning behind that. So yeah. and I teach that to the people on the team. But, you know, I... Uh, I, I thought it was interesting looking at, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen you live yet, but you're going to be here till July 30th, yep, so I'll be, I'll be yes. there, yeah. and you're going to teach my little th- three-and-a-half-year-olds yes. to, to, to claw, we, right? we will, because we're, <laughs> we're big on audience participation. Yeah. We want to involve everybody. Yeah. yeah, so, but you get the audience directly involved by teaching them traditional steps and, yes. and teaching them about history of each of the styles, right? Yes, we do, because there's butt dance and there's flat foot and the clogging word, actually the Queen of England coined that and she was over here visiting. She said that looks a lot like clogging. Uh-huh. So the clogging sort of got coined by her, but uh, I started out flat foot, which I still do. It's an old style athletic. What is, what is the difference between flat foot and uh, clogging? You keep your, with flat foot and you keep your feet two inches from the floor, no more. 
Right. It's mostly your lower body that works, your legs, and very little movement from your upper body, whereas buck dancing is more exaggerated. Uh-huh. It's, it's a lot of movement, and you bring your feet more than two inches off the floor. Uh-huh. So sort of what my son Zeb does is more what we call uh-huh. buck dancing. So, now, did the flat foot come out of a Scottish-Irish tradition? I think, yeah, I think it's a mix. Even the Cherokee yeah. have, have movements like us. And then you get back in the mountains, you can even tell – people who are from Canton by the style of dance versus people from Clyde or Waynesville. It's really cool. So uh-huh. a lot of it's just based out of the towns. You oh, really? Yeah, every yeah. town's got a different yes, one. Yes, it does. It I does. mean, I think Burton Edwards created a sort of a style here, right? He did, yeah. yeah. He did. He was, you know, he was famous for putting the uh, water cup on his head and dancing, too, without it falling off. Oh, really? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. He, he, he did a great job with that, yeah. Oh, wow. So, uh, so you, um, so, you know, um, you see, you already explained the, the, how clogging came about, right? Right. How, yeah. Is that why? Because she said that. Is well, that why? It, it just was coined that. You know, as yeah. far as the movement was similar to what they did, I think in England. But we have our own style, flat foot and butt mm-hmm. dance here, and yeah. I, you know, I tell people that. And we have people on the team that strictly flat foot. Mm-hmm. We have people that strictly butt dance. We have people that combine the two. Yeah. So it's really nice because we're freestyle, which means mm-hmm. we're not. We're not in unison with our footwork, but we're in the same beat. Now, there's another stuff called stomp dancing. What is that? I'm not sure. I think that's just more where they, they do a lot of stomping. A lot of percussion? Of, yeah. a lot right. of percussion. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, got different names for things. Yeah. Um, I knew clog dancing. I knew I knew flat footing wasn't as much prevalent when I was growing up. It was right. clogging or book dancing. But they, right. That's yeah. what I knew about when and I And there's so many names. I mean, I might do yeah. a step and somebody says that's whatever and i'm like i didn't grow up with names i just grew up dancing you know uh-huh. and everybody has coined little movements so wow. there's multiple names out there for stuff so you started this 13 years ago yes. which means you got into the mix right yes and you've been i guess then you've been uh you've been performing all over north carolina at other various festivals like folk moot and others yeah across yeah the all over we we've been to the uh mayberry days for andy griffith down in mount airy we go into virginia and dance tennessee south carolina mm-hmm. and that's before anything went viral so right we were you know going around and we uh we wear different color we don't have a set uniform ours right. are more traditional kind of outfits and lots of color wow cool yeah so what is what is your what are your favorite festivals? What are the ones oh, you wow. recommend people go see? Oh wow, there's so many. <laughs> of them. I know yeah. we have one coming up in Dillsboro actually uh-huh. that I love. It's coming up I think July fifteenth, uh, and then the Mount Airy one, the Mayberry. What's it Dance. called? In, uh, what's it called? Dillsboro, I think it's just the Arts and Crafts Festival, and right. they have us there. Um, yeah. And it's, it, I believe it's July 15th. We'll be in Pigeon Forge this coming weekend. All right. And we have a big thing coming up July 9th that I'm excited about. First time ever we're doing it. It's on a Saturday, one to three, a meet and greet. You oh, get to stomping grounds. Oh, the stomping grounds. Cool. You get to meet the team, have pictures made with us, and get out and dance with us. And what time is that? One to three o'clock. One, one to, to three. three o'clock. Yeah. Well, come at 10 a.m. to go to Isla Hatter, <laughs> learn how to forage. And there you go. And, and, then, and, go and there. then go over there and then come back for a barbecue meal. <laughs> <laughs> By then, we'll, we'll be ready to eat. That's yeah, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's so a day of it, everybody. We got, a, we got a fabulous day for you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, one of the other festivals that was awesome is Darnell Farms. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with them, but oh my goodness, they have um, the Strawberry Festival. 
Yeah. And we'll be at the watermelon festival coming up. So there's just there's just too many to name. Oh my and god, there's the Apple Festival, the Ramp we Festival. We do it. we did the Ramp Festival. Yeah. Joe St. Queen's got the Smoky Mountain Festival. I think it's coming back this year at Lake Genelisco. Oh really? Yes, he's gonna have cool. it, I believe, in August. Yes. That's fabulous. Yeah, we do have a lot of I mean, yeah. You ever want to come to a county where there, you, you can get festivaled out? That's exactly. Here it is, it right? Is. Yeah. yeah, they have something, which is great. It's great. So yeah. So, and as any venues, you, you love the stomping ground, right? Oh yeah, what, I love the stomping grounds. But, uh, but any other venues in Western North Carolina that you think are just fabulous? Well, I do love going into Andrews to Jimmy's Pick and Grin, oh, and really? it's a yeah, it's not as well known, I don't think, but they have awesome music, a fiddle player, and he's on Saturday nights too. So we don't get to go out as often because we're at the stomping ground. Okay. So, yeah. And um, wherever the Mile High Band is, I love going there, too. Don't know if you know them, but those guys are awesome. Uh, <laughs> so I have to say a uh, shout-out to them. Uh, there you go. Cool. Well, we have to take another break, but we'll come back okay. now and talk about the viral event. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All Excited. right? Cool. This is Joseph Franklin McElroy back with the Gateway to the Smokies podcast. And my guest, Kim Ross. So, you know, uh, Kim, I, you know, I'm impressed by, you know, you don't do, you don't necessarily do this for a living, but you no. do it for passion. Yes. And you, Absolutely. you've been involved, uh, you know, in sharing knowledge, sharing the passion for this dance and this music. And I think that's fabulous. And I think you're, you're doing a lot to dispel the, Dispel the the dumb hillbilly uh, stereotypes. <laughs> Speaking of which, you're going to play at Hillbilly Jam, we right? We are. Um, I believe it's July 23rd. It'll be out here at the Maggie Valley Fairgrounds, and we'll be there. I think at six o'clock dance, and I'm really excited. Yeah, this is our first time being at this event. So yeah, Hillbilly Jam is a great uh, a great event. Huge stars come there. People should definitely. Oh yeah, lots of bands. Yeah. You know, but we'll be dancing yeah. there. I think for about an hour yeah. off and on. But uh, recently, right, mm -hmm. you know, th that hillbilly myth has been hit, uh, it's been dispelled hard. You guys uh, became essentially world famous due to a, to a video of, yes. of your son, Zeb. Yes, a that, TikTok uh, video. Uh, him dancing with the J Creek uh, Coggers and it yep. went viral. Tell me about that. Okay, so we were at Darnell Farms in Bryson City in March. Uh-huh. Uh, doing our thing, just dancing as usual. And somebody approached, Jason Jordan, I think was his name, um, approached Zeb. We didn't know him. It was from Georgia visiting. He said, can I film you all? And we're used to being filmed all the time. So he filmed. And about a week later, you know, I got woke up in the middle of the night and said, your son's went viral. And I thought, oh, is he sick? Is he <laughs> I had no clue. No clue. And they're like, no, check out TikTok. I said, I don't know what TikTok is. Don't know what Instagram is. <laughs> um, so I got a TikTok account. I saw it. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's not the music that we were. We were banjo and fiddle. And they put it to the hot stepper. Yeah. You know, which was cool. And I yeah. thought, man, this is really neat. And then somebody named Eggs Tyrone on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I finally got an account in April and he's like, I've been looking for you guys. He put, I'm a thug by trick daddy. And so, you know, that, you know, and I'm like, oh my goodness. So two months in, we're at 127,000 followers on Instagram and millions upon millions of hits uh -huh. through all these videos. 
And it's just been, it's been almost overwhelming. I had to bring my niece in because I know nothing about, other than Facebook, right. that's the only social media I ever knew. Well, that's that's what we grew up with. I mean, we, we, we were there in the, the yeah. 2000, so yeah, it was like, that's our demographic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know TikTok and all yeah. that other stuff. Well, I'm, I'm on TikTok now, and I did have one video of 50,000 views, but you've had, for you. you've had 100 million views. Oh right. my goodness, we've had yeah. yes, we've had hundreds upon millions, yeah. and um, they just keep coming. Yeah. And we've shot several music videos with up and coming artists now, uh-huh. been in commercials. Uh, products are being sent to us now, you know, to try on, and uh, yeah, it's been it's, it's been really cool. It's been fabulous. And yeah. your and your uh, your son Zeb has got a has become an internet icon, and he's he, got a new nickname. What is that? The Legend. They oh. call him the Legend. Oh, really? Ross. Yes. <laughs> and I'll tell you who coined that. Charles Ryan from American Song that uh-huh. Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg put on television came and shot a video with us to his new boot goofing song, and he coined Zeb the Legend. The That's legend. where it came from, and everybody on social media just started calling him that. So. That's what we've seen. The legend Zeb. And he, right. he, he does not have Instagram. Everybody keeps asking. He's under the J Creek cloggers because that's who he is. He's a machinist by trade. And, he, and he's not an internet guy. No. He puts <laughs> in 10, 12 hour shifts through the week. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's loving it. He's and then, it. and you guys have, uh, you have coined a firm called a term called the hillbilly crip walking. Yes. What is that? <laughs> well, <laughs> they had mentioned some of them had reached out and they're like, "Well, he's sea dancing or he's crip walking." I'm like, "I'm not sure." You know, he's bug dancing, but um, I guess in different different environments, that's what they call it because he does do uh, you know funny stuff with his feet is what I call it. We call uh-huh. him the spaghetti man. Right, he's just all over the place. So we call it the hillbilly crip dancing man yeah. or crip walk. Yeah. Well, I saw a video of him doing it. And he said, he called it. He said it, it, it looks like a broken ankle thing. It does. He can right? do that, but then he comes out and does with his feet. Yeah. And it's just like he's floating on air. And if you notice, his upper body movement doesn't move as much, and that would be the flat foot part of right. it. But his feet's doing more butt dancing and other stuff. So. And and he said the secret was he's actually on his toes. All yeah, the time. he is. He he's is. on his toes. He's on his toes. toes the whole and it's just like he's gliding, you know, and having the mullet, and then his smile is just infectious. Yeah. Um. You know, so it's just all rolled into one, and it went viral. And you've gotten to perform on stage with superstars like Brian Kelly, Brian and Kelly, Ryan Charles of Ryan American Charles. Style. And then Brandon Bean came. Um, he has a new hit out called Blue Collar Squalor, and he did the whole video here inside the stomping grounds. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. He's got a new one come out. I think Don't Take My Land coming out Monday. Maybe oh, cool. Next week. Yep. And, so. uh, and you've managed to still to stay true to your roots here, right? We have. We yeah. have. We already had bookings. Before we went viral, we're not turning those down. We've had multiple offers, but we're going to fulfill everything we have. Mm. We're all about preserving tradition. Well, you you booked here after you got that. Yes. Because we're in Maggie Valley, yes. right? Yep. Because we're in your homes. That's thing, and we really appreciate that. Yes. It's just, it's we like, had that date open, too, so yeah, it worked really well. It worked really I, yeah. well. I yeah. think we got an event earlier that day and then, of course, this. So mm-hmm. um, it went well. But we, you know, we're all what I call blue collar workers. All of us have real jobs from roofers to the machinists to mm-hmm. medical field. And uh, we just do this because we love it and we want to preserve. I think right. it's considered Americana now, what we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it's, uh, you, you do, 
because you mixed, mixed in this hip hop. I, I don't know, it's mixed in hip hop. I'm like, I can't you're, wait. You're now Americana. I, I can't, I mean, they've got him to stay uh, alive, and uh, I think there's one to disturbed down uh, with the sickness, maybe. Oh, right. <laughs> it's fun to watch. It and he's a, in these, um, I think they're called memes. I was uh, calling them memes. I didn't know, but memes. He's in all kinds of stuff now. Yeah, yeah it's it's hilarious. That's a poor kid. And when did he start dancing? When did he start dancing? Oh, he's when he does interviews. He's like, I was dancing in my mama's belly because I oh, danced right up until I gave birth to both of my kids. But um, probably when he was six or seven, uh-huh. he took an interest. And then when he was a teenager, when I started the team, he really immersed himself in it. Really. And I taught him what I knew, but I said, you need to find your own unique style with your footwork. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us unique, and we're freestyle dancers. And he did. Yeah, he Most just did it on his own. He yeah. did. He did. Right. He just, you know, he came up with his own little thing that he wanted to do. And uh, you see a lot of that during what we call our rise and shine, which mm-hmm. means our show-off portion of our routine. Right, right, right. And that's when you get to go out there and do your thing in front of yeah, everybody. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, when I was in New York, I, I, you know, back in the day, it's different now, but back in the day, you know, the, 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 you know men didn't really in a lot of places in the United States, didn't get up and dance by right. themselves, right? Right, right. Yeah. And I grew up buck dancing, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was, you know, people would, you know, I, I would say, you know, I'm from Hayward County where men are not afraid to get up and dance That's by exactly themselves. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly And we have, we find that as we go that people are really at first, they're not sure if they want to get up. But uh-huh. once they see other people and they jump in, they have a blast. They don't want to sit back down. Right. You know, they're, they're just, they're having fun. And that's yeah. what it's all about. And how does a typical show go where you teach people and things like that? How does well, it start out? Do you do some performance for Well, us? right. We usually do. At Darnell Farms, we have a two-hour show, but most of our shows are an hour long. Mm-hmm. So we go out there a performance. I speak a little bit, another performance, and then we get the audience involved. And my husband's a professional square dance caller. Mm-hmm. So he'll get them out, teach them the circle ups, and then I do a little educational talk. Mm-hmm. And then we end it with a performance. Cool. So they get fully immersed in everything we do. And plus they get to meet all of the dance team. Yeah. You know, all of us. And um, we're just, we always call it our social circle of friendship. Yeah. We want everybody to come out there and have fun. And it, it could be as kids as young as, you know, Oh, yeah. Three, We've right? had, yeah. One of the children that started with me was two years old, and she's, I think, um, 12 or 13 now. Yeah. Because I got, I, you know, I've got a 30-year-old son. I should get him here to dance. But, <laughs> but I do have three-and-a-half-year-old twins, right? And, and, and Anya, my daughter, is already doing ballet classes she loves the class but he he likes to get up just freestyle that's good that's good and that's the perfect age yeah get them where they're not bashful or anything and and one thing about the team i'll say is we come from all walks of life politically everything else we leave it at the table and we come from the fellowship for music and dance we've made it work for 13 years yeah just just having a good time and enjoying life together well that's good now do you do you have any videos or, or 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 recordings or anything that you're you've done yourselves uh yeah we have somebody on the team uh vicky that actually records most of our performances and so they're on facebook mm-hmm. jay creek cloggers instagram jay creek cloggers tiktok jay creek cloggers so there's plenty of videos out there mm-hmm. um but people have been taking them and dubbing over so a lot of the music you hear is not even what we're dancing to right, right. which has been fun they've had us from everything to heavy metal to ballet music <laughs> <laughs> now with this viral event um has um how have you been handling it i mean i was overwhelmed at first because i was i'm handling three thousand comments a day uh-huh. direct message and everything else we grew so fast uh, i brought in my niece from kingsport tennessee maddie who's getting her degree in 
media mm-hmm. to help with Instagram. My son's wife is doing the merchandise part. And so, you know, I have people on the team that are helping. So it, we're handling it now, but yeah. it was overwhelming. I was ready to flush my yeah. phone in the toilet. Now, with all viral events, you got to have a few haters. How's that happen? Do you have We've any? had a couple of negative. Yeah, but not bad? No, not bad at, at, at all. You no. know, it, it's been, I was amazed because I wasn't sure, mm-hmm. you know, um, but no, it's been, I would say 99% positive. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, and you're always going to have a few that come out and say something. They're like, you know, he's got a big belly. Well, when we start dancing, Within two weeks, he's lost probably 20 pounds. Once we get back into our dancing. Right, right. And everybody's like, oh, he's losing weight now. Like, yeah, well, that's just, vlogging. yeah, that's from vlogging. Well, yeah, you, <laughs> it's a good cardio Off workout. season, you gain a little weight. Off season, yeah. And we're big eaters. Yeah. We're oh, yeah. big eaters all the You know, you're Haywood County. That's exactly There right. ain't a place here that ain't, that ain't carb heavy. <laughs> hey, we eat. When we gather, we eat, so. Yeah, yeah. Even, the, even the fine dining, the plate's yep. about this big. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. so. But I've been very blessed because Hilda and Vicky, one does videos, one does pictures on the dance team. They mm-hmm. donate their time. So we've got the, you know, perfect mix of people. Now, how is Zeb handling this newfound fame? You well, know, you say he's, he's down to earth, but he's got to be he's very mobbed humble. at some of that. He, he is. Now yeah. that people notice him, they come uh, running up and they want pictures made. And he's had to learn how to balance that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, some people want to talk for 20 minutes and we have a performance coming up. And I said, son, you're going to have to learn how to be nicely, talk to him and then tell him you've got a performance and you can come back and talk a little later. Right. But um, he wasn't sure how to handle everything at the beginning. I mean, he's just, he's like, I'm just, I'm nobody special. I said, well, you're special now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, but he's doing well and the team's doing well because yeah. a lot of people recognize the team when we're out now right. too. So, yeah. Now, um, is the team incorporating any of the stuff that Zeb does into? Uh, no, they're all they're all unique. Yeah, everybody's got their own unique footwork. So um, we have several teenagers. We have excellent dancers on the team. He just happened to be the one, I guess, at the moment yeah, yeah, that they the moment took up. The music was right. That, that's else. exactly right. right yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. they've all we 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 have we're very family oriented, and uh, that's the way we've stayed. Nothing's really changed with us as a team. We're mm-hmm. still. The goofy people we always were, you know, enjoying life. So. But it has to it has to affect, you know, some vision of what your performances are going to be or well, what your content's going to be. We we know that that there's bigger stuff on the horizon that I can't talk about yet. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna probably buckle down a little bit on some uh, exactly what we're going to be doing, and nothing's going to change with the performances, but maybe just make sure the flow is there you know uh-huh. I'm, I'm asking questions at each event what do you expect of us how long are the you know is it an hour performance what would you like to see how would you like us to dress you know sometimes we're in overalls for the men sometimes blue jeans so yeah, yeah there's your overalls yeah, yeah. yeah. and overalls are really I wear these in new york city too yeah there you go there cool. you go and the women's in dresses and crinoline yeah. so yeah Cool. Yeah. All right. We're going to take uh, the last break here and then come back and uh, talk a little bit about more of the things that you're doing okay. and Sounds stuff good. like that. All right. Howdy, this is Joseph Franklin McElroy, back with the Gateway to the Smokies podcast. My guest, Kim Ross. And Kim, you know, 
You, you're a dancer and you're a transcript, yeah. medical transcriptionist. Yes. I, I read that you also had a pottery business for a while. I did. I had Ross Pottery. I was in the Grove Arcade in Asheville and did a lot of oh, that's local a beautiful shows. Place. Oh, it is a beautiful oh. place. And she, it was called Mountain Maid. I think it's still there. And yeah. she does local, you know, to, yeah. to the, within, I think, a hundred mile radius or something right. to North Carolina. But yeah, I loved it. I did um, free form style and then the wheel. And Loved it, but when this went viral, I have not had time, and I sold all my equipment all right. four weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> so you, yes. you went all in on that. I did. <laughs> well, between my job and, and um, just running the regular yeah. clogging team, and now that this one's went viral, yeah. it's just, you know, I'm spending seven hours a day since the viral thing, just trying to keep yeah. up with the messages. But how did the, um, how did the, 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 the haptic experience of making pottery how did that translate into your dance or vice versa? Is there were there any well, I grew crossover up, in the arts? Uh, maybe so, just from you know I, the form. I don't know because I'm I'm all about movement, mm -hmm. and pottery is all about movement. So right. some of my stuff, especially with the color variations I had, I'm a very colorful person, mm -hmm. and you can tell in the outfits I wear when I clog. But uh, my pottery would have it could be yellows, orange, purples, blues, all mixed mm -hmm. everywhere. But yeah, I would say just the movement of the pottery. And again, homeschooling the boys, I put them into pottery classes with me at Good Earth over in Hazelwood. Oh, I don't yeah. think that studio's there anymore. Yeah. But Bob was a great teacher. I'm left-handed, so he had a little bit of a harder time teaching me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think like other people think. Yeah. You know, but I, I loved doing the pottery. And again, it was another avenue for the boys, you know. Uh -huh. And then they had their little band and then, of course, the dance team. But, yeah, I, I sold everything. Well, you know, I had, we had Corey Plot here, Bob's nephew. Oh, yeah, he's great. A couple yes. weeks ago. And he did a class, a whole, a whole half day on uh, pottery. And my three-and-a-half-year-old twins came here. And they actually paid attention for an hour and a half. Oh, my goodness. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine three-and-a-half? Yeah, yeah. They actually were there involved paying attention listening even asking questions getting their hands wow. they made little pots and stuff like that I think pottery it's, is something that sings to awesome. children right yeah it is you know and it's part of the earth i always say you know yeah. and a lot of them get the clay that's local from bunkton county you know right, right. high water plays out there so but yeah i loved it but i was ready to move on yeah right. i can't do everything so. is there now is there any place you can still get any of your leftover no. pottery it's all gone it's all gone, gone. It's gone. all it's right gone. so if you can find some of her pottery somewhere, it's now collector editions. <laughs> yeah, it might be worth something. Else. Right. So, so you know, we we yeah, this is this podcast is also just about getting the smokies and stuff in general. And I like to have the guests talk about other things that they enjoy. I know you like hiking, right? I love it. We go up Sunburst a lot, a lot, and in pink beds, graveyard fields, different places. My husband, even we even get off and just don't even follow a trail. He. He was very young. He's 65 now, but uh -huh. he knows all about up in that area. And then um, fishing. Right. I'm a photographer, too, so I still do some photography, um, just of the family mainly. And then when we come out, we like to go to the Pioneer Restaurant over there in Clyde. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good restaurant. That's a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like the, the Pioneer. You know, it's, yeah, it's been around a really long time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 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 And then a peanut butter milkshake from Sonic. <laughs> uh, a peanut butter milkshake from Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, there you go. Oh, we'll go to Sonic for the peanut butter milkshake. Right. Yeah. Well, is there what if I wanted to take my twins out? You know, they're only three and a half. They can't walk along. What would yeah. be the What would be the best family friendly 
bike and trail to take them off. Well, like I said, sun, I'm big into sunburst because there's a pull-off right there at the campground. Uh -huh. You can pull in right there or to the left of the road and walk right down to the water. It's an easy walk. And then to the right of the campground, it's an easy walk, too. It's just, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's flat. Yeah. So I, I would suggest there. I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm real familiar with the place and love it back in there. And, and, and being a photographer, what would you say is one of the best places to go take photographs? Oh, wow. I like Devil's Courthouse. Uh -huh. Sunburst again, I've done. And just any of the local places, Jonathan Creek, any of the waterways. Um, Soco's got gorgeous views up here, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just anywhere. The most photographed view in the Smokies. There you go. <laughs> There's yeah. an old, uh, there's an old place. There's still the old sign up there. That was, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the claim, you know, actually it's a beautiful boat, you know, view down through the valley. Yep. So, yep. but, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty, there's so many places here that are just beautiful. You mm -hmm. know, I live up on Potleg, way up on the mountain and we have a gorgeous view. Yeah. Sometimes we'll be in a fog bank and everybody else below us is like, but <laughs> yeah. So we're getting close. So what is, uh, what's the future for the Jacob Cloggers? Ah, I don't know. We're taking it day by day. We've had lots of offers from television shows to all kinds of stuff. And we sit down either as a team or a family and discuss each thing. Some people just want Zeb. Mm -hmm. Some people want the whole team. So. Right. Um, so we'll see. Well, it's the whole team was in that viral video. They were. He, but sometimes, yeah. And sometimes I just want him just to, because I guess the legend Zeb went viral yeah. for Charles Ryan. Uh, so we just take it day by day, you know. Cool. Yeah, we're just taking our time, not rushing into anything. Don't want to make any mistakes because we're still a family. We want to stay that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I mean, you know, I was saying before, you know, nobody is prepared for viral day. No. I was back in the day. I had one of the first viral videos. Oh. And you're never prepared for it. And you, then afterwards, you know, you feel like you didn't leverage it enough, right? So you feel guilty. But I'm telling you right now, no matter what happens, just enjoy the moment. We are. We're here for and, the ride. And you know? there's no way to be prepared for it. No. And there's no way to figure out how to leverage it. The leveraging, it's like it happened by luck a lot of ways. Right. That's exactly. Meaning skill. Luck yep. met skill, right? And what whatever you do with it is really just about luck. And, and as long yeah. as we're still having fun and, and, and we're together, yeah. you can't put a dollar sign on friendship or family. Yeah. And I've always said that I would rather have my friends and family than money any day. Yeah. And if it's going to, you know, I'll walk away from something that's going to cause a problem. So. And, and you always have that in your pocket and say, well, we were a viral video. Yeah. Oh, 100 yeah. millions of people. That's, that's like, exactly that's, right. That's worthwhile. We that's, brought clogging uh, back for a while, maybe some of the, some of the education and, you know, yeah. people that had never heard of it or seen it from other countries. They're all excited. Well, I think I've heard that some urban kids are learning how to clog. You know, yeah. do, do the hillbilly crib walk. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we started. That's buddy. great. So, how can people find out more about you? Okay, they can call me. Uh, I'll get. I'll get my phone number. Sure, whatever Eight, you want okay. to. Okay, eight two eight seven three four zero eight seven three. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook is J Creek Cloggers, and that's the letter J. And then um, KCRWJCC at gmail.com Okay. So there's a couple of ways you can oh, get up with us. All right. Cool. Um, and we're on, on Instagram and Facebook. All of that's on there, too. So. Yeah. And don't forget, July 30th, they're going right. to be at the Middle Ark Motel. Yes. Both dancing and teaching a little bit, yes. right? they and, are. Uh, and, and 
I'll yeah. be here trying to put on a good foot and I'll get my little twins out there. And even my, maybe my wife will stand up. Oh, we, we, we want everybody involved. <laughs> I mean, we do. We do a lot of fun. Even yeah. a broom dance. Right. So a, you'll have to be that. A broom dance? dance? Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's a social dance to slow music. Very fun. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. You're it's welcome. It's been a pleasure for you. And congratulations on your viral oh, success. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's always worthwhile. Oh, I yeah. Think. Yeah. And uh, and I look forward to your event on the 30th and maybe yeah. again in November, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be back in November. All right. Sure. Cool. Yeah. And this is the uh, the Gateway to the Smokies podcast. You can you can watch live every Friday night, every I mean every Tuesday night from six to seven at facebook.com slash Gateway to the Smokies podcast. We are part of the TalkRadio.nyc network which is a network of live podcasts that range from self-help to travel to small business to any number of things. And I think it's a worthwhile uh, network to listen to. It's uh, very grassroots, very, very rich in content and, and on the ground information that, uh, that you'll find very interesting, whether you're traveling to the Smokies or traveling to New York City. It, uh, it has some information that I think is, is, is worthwhile. I actually have another podcast on this network called Wise Content Creates Well, which is a marketing podcast. And that's on uh, Fridays from uh, uh, 12 until uh, 1. Though, uh, that'll probably be transitioning out in the near future, but you should catch some of the old episodes because it has a lot of the AI stuff going on now. I've interviewed many of the AI people out there and they can uh, you can learn a bit about what's going to happen with content and, and machine intelligence and artificial intelligence which i think is good for everybody to know. um and it's been a pleasure uh talking here today with you guys and i will see you next week with another great show uh from six to seven on tuesday night with the gateway to the smokies podcast thank you very much